Welcome to episode 12 of Listen, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Molly Doyle. And I'm Jasmine Doyle. Today we're back talking about episode 5 of Flux. Survivors of the Flux, it is called. So, Jazz, overall thoughts, Survivors of the Flux. What did you think? Quite a dramatic one. Quite a a very busy one, I feel. Yeah, very busy one. I know, I really enjoyed it, as ever. Loving the series. I think I say this every week. <laughs> I'm like, each episode, love the series. Yeah, we're, we're very... I feel like once we get into the meat of the episode, we have new things to say. Yeah. I feel like we always start just being like, it was really good. We love it. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It's very, very different to the last episode. Yeah. I would say, taking a different turn, but very large scale, whereas the last episode was a bit more compact in one place a bit more definitely whereas this was jumping all over but fun times i really enjoyed it definitely building up to a a huge climax i would say as well yeah for sure and i mean i feel like i want to make it clear to anyone that's listening that i'm not my usual prepared self yeah that normally i watch each episode twice and make notes the second time but i've been so busy Jasmine's been busy too, but um, she's she's more prepared than me this time, so she's going to be guiding us a bit more. <laughs> I'm still nowhere near as prepared as you normally are. But. <laughs> it's okay. I'm like hoping, well, I'm sure um, we'll have a great discussion. We really just wanted to get this out because it's been really, it's been a really hectic time in both of our lives, I think, yeah. these past couple of weeks. And we've been trying our best to stay on top of recording and editing and everything but we've slipped a little bit but we really want to get back on track for the finale so we're recording today um forgive us if our thoughts are a little bit more chaotic than normal yeah um but i think as we go through we've got the transcript to hand we've got jazzy's notes we're gonna um i think i think it'll be a really fun discussion nonetheless and yeah i think i'm hoping that maybe talking it through with you will help clarify some things because this was a confusing one and i don't know if it was just confusing because i am yeah because i have only seen it once whereas usually i feel like i watch it a second time and i i get a bit more what's going on yeah did you think it was particularly confusing um i don't know i didn't find it particularly confusing like while watching but I think perhaps if you asked me to like, why did this happen? I probably wouldn't be able to answer you why certain <laughs> things happened. I was just enjoying the ride. But maybe we'll establish that today. Yeah. Some of the some of the reasoning behind some of the stuff. So how are we going to do this one today? What do you think? So in a similar style to the past few episodes, I suggest we kind of follow the different stories separately. Yeah, that sounds um, good. I don't know where you want to start. Do we go... Well, I know last time we did the other stories first and finished with the Doctor, but I'm wondering if maybe this time we should start with the Doctor. Mm, Yeah, we could. I don't know. Or should we go through companions and things again? What's up to you? The only thing I am wondering is that, like, Swarm and Azure appear at the end of the Doctor's bit. I don't know if we need to explain their other bit before Mm. they appear in the Doctor's bit. Yeah, okay, maybe should we finish with the Doctor? I liked that last time. Yeah, okay, let's finish with the Doctor. So who should we start with? Shall we start with Yaz and Dan, etc.? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. So Yaz and Dan and Jericho, mind, they're a little trio now, which I quite liked that little dynamic. No, I like that too. 
It's interesting how we kind of gone through multiple companions. Like we kind of had Vinder. Yeah. And obviously Dan went through to the beginning of the series. And then now we've got Jericho. We've also got like Carnavista sometimes. Yeah. We've got a few kind of companions included. But this is Jericho. Yes, it is. They're a proper trio. And I mean, Yaz is 100% fulfilling the doctor's role i think yes you know i didn't even really realize the extent of that until we've just i mean it's obvious really but she she really is don't you think yeah definitely she was really taking control of the situation the other two were a bit like bumbling about like yeah <laughs> like the first scene we see them in this kind of indiana jones style like she like lowers herself into this like temple yeah and the other two are like falling in on their ropes and like almost setting off traps and things and Yaz is just efficiently, like, getting on with her work. Um, at this point, we don't really know what they're looking for, but they're no. trying to find some artifact. It's quite a big jump from where we left them off. Like, clearly, a lot's happened. Yeah. Um, they didn't really cover any explanation of how they got from this small village to, like, tr- hopping around the world. Yeah, from 1901 to 1904 as well. Yeah. What do you think they've been up to? Any thoughts? And where have they got their money to be going on all these boats? Yeah, I mean, that's true. Boat travel would have been expensive. Someone back then. I saw maybe like someone suggested maybe they went they just rifled through all the all the abandoned houses in the in the village and gathered up all they could and all the Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it would be too hard. I think they're smart. No, it bunch. wouldn't be too hard. And they have knowledge of the future, so they could probably exactly. like I don't know, figure something but out. It may it may have been nice to have seen a little just maybe they mentioned something about yeah because it was but I, I guess it's also quite nice to just kind of be like oh look they're just getting on with it aren't they like yeah they're not moping about being trapped they're just being like okay here's what we got to do at this point we don't know what it is particularly well but they're on a quest they're on a quest and they're trying i think they're trying to find out objects to lead them to a date when something terrible is going to happen yeah but do we know that at this point yeah in the first well not in the very first scene in the first scene they just say they're looking for like an offering pot i think yeah and then she takes they take it to this woman to like translate and they're looking for a date and they say and someone sets off a bomb yeah should we um say the places that they go to yeah i don't know you tell me so they go to six different locations all in this year of 1904 i guess we don't know how much time is passing between each trip but they're basically piecing together bits of their puzzle their quest aren't they so exactly in mexico we've basically discussed what happens there right yeah they're in a kind of temple-y situation yeah. Trying to find something. And then the thing they find, they take to the next place, which is... Constantinople. Constantinople. And in Constantinople, um, we establish that the reason they're looking for these things is they're trying to establish a date in the future that um, some kind of world-ending event... I don't know, when the... Yeah. Earth is under threat in the future. But we don't know yet why they're looking for that. No, we don't. But this is when we first get the somebody trying to sabotage them. Someone, yeah. Or not even sabotage, kill them, really. Kill them. (laughs) So there's a little bomb placed, which Yaz is cleverly 
covers up and saves the day a bit mm. but it does disrupt their decoding so they only find the the date as in but not the year so we find out it's december the 5th which is when the episode is gonna air yeah i like how they're doing that this i series. know it's so cool because are we gonna find out the year is 2021 and it's gonna be like ah it's today which is quite cool yeah and they do that they do that in um they've done that in the past do you remember like that one Which where it was a really big deal was um, something to do with Matt Smith? I can't remember, but the, a date kept flashing up and it was like the date of um, like the finale episode. That's cool. And it is cool. It just shows they're really thinking and they're like playing into the the hype of the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else on Constantinople? Um, I don't think so. I think the next time we see them, they're traveling on a boat to the next place where they're chilling in their little cabin and they get yet another assassination attempt. Yeah. Um, they get attacked by a, a man quite viciously. He, he whacks Jericho around the head. Dan comes out from his under the bed hiding position. And I was thinking this is some going to be some good source of some evil Dan memes. <laughs> He was, you know, getting ready to to whack him. Um, And then this guy sets off a poison capsule in his tooth. Yeah. Kills himself so they can't get any information off him. But we do see he has a snake tattoo. Mm, So So at this point we think Grand Serpent, question mark. But we don't quite know why, what what the connection is, why the Grand Serpent no. wants to stop Yaz and Dan and we Jericho. Not. So that's interesting. But what we do have is a very touching, lovely moment um, where Yaz watches this like hologram the Doctor set her before they got yeah. separated. Um, and it's really lovely. It's very heartfelt. It really is. And... It also explains why they're on this quest because the doctor's essentially saying that like the the like shield around the earth in the present day is going to falter and it's going to be the target of multiple other lost life forms trying to find a place to go um, after the flux has destroyed everything. So she's saying there's going to be a date where that's going to be under attack and we need to find out when it was and there'll be some clever people throughout history who will have predicted it and you've got to go mm. find them and figure it out um, yeah so that explains why they're doing what they're doing um yeah but it's just really lovely it's you get a real sense for their dynamic like the doctor being so kind of like awkward but he's trying to like let yaz know how much she like cares about her but also in quite like a doctory like oh yeah i probably miss you don't i haha <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, and very much this doctor. Like it feels yeah. very thirteen. Yeah, most doctors aren't like aren't like that. No. It's a nice trait. It is a nice trait. And I feel so like attached to the thirteenth doctor, like now. I do too I don't now. Know. It's growing as she's, she's really leaving. won me over. <laughs> it's really sad, but I'm I'm really glad and I think Yeah, and it's so nice because this episode and this series has been so full on, so Yeah dramatic so high stakes we haven't had much time to stop and pause and have like 
yeah little moments between the characters like this and yaz and the doctor have been separated for so much of the story we've barely seen them together no in this series it made this even more poignant i feel yeah which yeah was really nice i wonder i mean i'm sure phasmin shippers are yeah fans of this i don't i don't think it's well actually implying anything but it is I can see how you could see it that way. Yeah, I feel like you can read into it. I just feel like you can easily read into it either way and it doesn't harm anybody else's opinion and it's not going to change the rest of the story. Yeah, exactly. people that want to ship Thasmin can have that little moment and it can be really sweet. And people that don't want to ship them, you can read it completely platonically as well. Yeah, but I think either way it shows very much that they care about each other yeah there's a lot of love whatever kind of love it may be yeah exactly and it must be hard like it's been so long that they've been apart yeah and it's 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 like um you know Belle with her little message from Vinda from Vinda I wonder how many times Yaz has played this yeah watching it like every day Mm. probs and then Dan comes and chats to Yaz and they have a very nice dynamic yeah, they do. I think too. I mean, it's weird because they must know each other so well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They like they've been together solidly for like how many years? Three years. Three years. <laughs> yeah, they must be so. And um, Jericho, like yeah, <laughs> like Dad knows Jericho way better than he knows the Doctor. Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah, so that's them and also when they're on the boat i feel like yaz is so in control and she's very like you know when she's like right we dump the body da, 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 da. like yeah it's very matter of fact like she's proper she is taking charge because i guess she needs to you know yeah so so yeah do we it kind of leads us to the next place they go yeah which is Nepal. So they kind of trek up the mountain. <laughs> that guy. When that we guy. and Julia were watching it, we were just a very bemused by like... It made me laugh. <laughs> I quite like him. I liked him too. Like to, when, he, when he first started, I was like, what is happening? And then he kept being, I'm just teasing you. Then, yeah. The more he did that, the more I was like, actually, it is quite funny. But I think with, it's I quite funny. Just, I feel like you have to be in the right mindset for it to be funny. I think it could very easily could be not funny. <laughs> but <laughs> I found yeah. it quite entertaining. <laughs> How he just like wanted to just gossip. Yeah. It's quite funny. But he, this guy, gives them three words. Fetch your dog. Which we of course know to mean Carvanista. Carvanista. <laughs> Car- which is it? Carvanista. Car- I've got I've it now. I can do it. Carvanista. Carvanista. Yeah, it's not carnivore. It's carvanista. Okay, it's carve, like carving a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, they're like, well, even if we... So, Jericho's like, what the hell is fetch your dog? Dan is like, oh, I know what fetch your dog means. And Yaz <laughs> is like, I have an idea of how yeah. we're going to do this. I think that was a nice summary, probably, of how things have yeah. gone over the past three years. <laughs> like, Jericho yeah, exactly. being like, what's happening? Dan being like, oh, I think I kind of get this. And Yaz being like, here's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Yaz leads them to China. Yes. The Great Wall of China. The Great Wall. 
where they all start painting and we're like, what are they doing? This is strange. Um, but they leave a big, big message and it says, what does it say? Carvanista, fetch your human or something. Yeah, and it says the date. And the date, so it lets them know when they are. Because he gets annoyed because he's like, I can't time travel, what are you... Yeah, that's the thing. So why does this pop up for Carvanista on his <laughs> ship? Does it just recognise your name is written on the earth in the past? <laughs> I don't know. You know, the, the transcript that I'm reading is quite funny. It says, stage directions, it says, naturally, Carvanista's ship picks up the image easily. <laughs> like, <laughs> naturally. Exactly what you so said. Apparently, I don't Yeah, it reminds me of when River carved like hello sweetie into like the first surface in the universe that makes a lot more sense than what i was thinking of what i was thinking of in madagascar the movie (laughs) (laughs) where they write help yeah and it crashes down yeah that's funny (laughs) but yes hello sweetie is actually relevant to this same it is quite similar um it is the reason that it's at the great wall of china is that because of that kind of um well-known fact people like to say that like the great wall of china can be seen from space yeah i think you're probably i don't right. even know if that's i think that's not actually true apparently mm. but is that why they went there they were probably like ah, oh, if we write as big as that it will show up <laughs> i think you've got the right idea there jazz i didn't think of that but that yeah that makes a lot of sense so are we going are we skipping to carvanista at this point i guess we can because he doesn't really this is his first appearance right yeah so we see Carvanista and he's like, he just sees it and he's like, guys, I can't time travel. What am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. Um, and are we going to also discuss his like link to Belle at this point or are we doing um, that later with Vinder? You're leading this, so you tell me. Um, yeah, let's quickly do Carvanista. Okay. So we'll just briefly discuss because it's quite a short little bit. Um because this is also the first we see of Belle. So Carvanista notices one of the one of the Lupari ships that's forming the shield around the earth is like drifting off and he's like hang on we've got a breach in the shield um I'll I'll recall one of the ships that never came to come for the species bonding and he finds the ship and he's like why is it there and then we cut to Belle flying around in her Lupari ship that she stole. Which I think is a very clever link because I didn't see that. And I was like, ah, Belle's in the Lupari ship. Of course, this is going to link them. I thought that was going to happen. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, to burst your bubble. I didn't realise Belle was going to be recalled to the Earth. Well, actually, I didn't realise Belle was going to be recalled to the Earth, but I thought there might be some link with Carvanista. Fair. So, Belle is like, no, I, I'm nearly at this place where Vinda might be. I'm trying to help the people or whatever. But she gets whooshed away at, like, warp speed or something back to Earth. And I guess we'll see Vinda's side. We'll probably discuss that a bit later. But so she gets sent back. Carvanista and her have a little little fight, being like, what are you doing? And then they get a kind of shaking of the ship and a bang. And we'll find out later. We'll We'll discuss that in the climax of our episode. Yeah, it's a little cliffhanger for you. But yeah, it's just a very brief scene. It's very brief, um, but we'll pop back now to Yaz, Dan and Jericho. Who don't get in touch with Carvanista at this point. No, they try. And so 
then they're in their boat and our most confusing enigma of the series comes back yet again <laughs> and Victorian guy stumbles through their cabin and is like, what is this place? Not been here before. All these damn doors. Where are they taking me? And walks out and they're like, what was that? We've seen that guy randomly all over the place. This guy's weird. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, why does this guy appear everywhere? What is happening? So then... You know he's a real person. But we haven't got the to that yet. No, we haven't. Have we? No. So Dan decides... You know, he does in this in this scene. Is this how he figures it out? Yeah. So like this man arrives and he's like being all angry. I feel like I wonder if they gave him any direction apart from like be disgruntled. Angry. <laughs> be angry. Angry and confused. And then he's like, yeah. do you call me mad, sir? Joseph Williamson, the mad mole. Right. And then Dan's like, you're Joseph Williamson. The Liverpudlian. Yeah. So he leaves and Dan is like, right, so there's a link to Liverpool. So let's head there. Yeah. And it's interesting, this idea. Obviously, it comes to play later and I'm really excited about it. But like the doors, like this idea of like the doors. these doorways leading it reminds me of two things in Doctor Who. Okay. Number one, the girl who waited when she has all those door options and the, oh, yeah. she walks through to different different places through the doors. It also reminds me of um, extremists when they're oh, like walking yeah. through the different bits into like, um, is it CERN? Yeah. Yes, it's CERN. And I've got another various one. various places. Another one? What's the that? girl in the fireplace. The girl in the fireplace. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's like that. But so basically, so they follow, they go down into these tunnels, which are apparently like a actual thing. Yeah. In Liverpool being like excavated. Apparently so. So they go down there to try and look for this guy, thinking he'll have some answers. Um, and they find him. And... Dan all confuses him. He's be like, I'm a doctor. Him as a Liverpudlian to a Liverpudlian or whatever. And they have that nice little joke when Yaz is like, oh, Dan, are you from Liverpool? Like, you know yeah. <laughs> and then Yaz goes up, clears everything up, and he's like, yes, I want to talk to you. So they go through and he shows them his, his like, doors. Yeah, and he's finally doors. not angry anymore. Yeah, he's actually finally getting some help. Which, to be fair, like, it is nice, but also no one's been mean to him up until now. Like, they weren't, like... Yeah, but imagine how confused you'd be if you'd That's been true. wandering through the magical doors and you, you're, you're a Victorian man, you don't even have, like, a phone. You're just, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just suddenly in these strange worlds. That's true, that's true. I'd be confused, too. Um, but he shows them... Do we know, kind of, how these have come to be? Because we know that he was kind of instructing these tunnels to be built. Was he, some through some intervention, did he kind of build these doors? I don't know. Or were they some byproduct of, like, I don't really know what they're there for. I don't know, but hopefully that'll be explained next episode. Yeah, I think he just found the doors. He's found the doors. So why was he building the tunnels in the first because episode? Because he says, this is where I have endeavoured to make sense of it all. Oh no, because... I don't know. It's his excavation project. He's So he's made the tunnels, but I don't think he's made the doors. Right. I don't know. Okay. So we're not entirely sure. And we don't really know where these doors lead, apart from we've seen, obviously, we've seen him in strange places. So we've seen him in the Temple of Atropos. Yeah. And 
like the ship and various places and he says like do not touch doorway nine don't go near doorway nine so i'm like what's behind there which is that where's that yeah he says and then they say why and then he's like endless death (laughs) (laughs) it's quite dramatic so they're like okay not doorway nine then yeah yeah i don't know do you think Mm. where have we seen him because that's that must be where the doors lead. Like, he's been... At, one of them definitely leads to Atropos. Yeah. Where else have we seen him? I've lost track of this man. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we saw him that time with Dan. With the, like, blue particle thing. We saw it. Did we see him last episode? Did we see him in the Angel episode at all? No, I don't think so. Oh, he didn't just show up in the village <laughs> randomly. No. No. He was in the Santarans episode. He was de- No, yeah, we know he was in that episode. But I feel like he pops up in every episode in like some vague, confusing <laughs> way, right? Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. But he's a bit of an enigma. But that's kind of wraps up Diaz, Dan, and Jericho's story until we kind of get to the pr- proper climax of the episode, which we'll discuss at the end. So their goal of finding out when the world ends, they haven't got a date yet. No. Have they? Or have they? Did one of the doors say... Am I making this up? Did one of the doors say the 5th of December 2021? I didn't notice that. I feel like I've seen a picture with that. Maybe. So maybe... So I'm assuming that is how they're going to get back. Like, we're going to see, like, next episode, they're going to go through into the present day through one of these doors. They didn't manage to get in touch with Carvanista, so I don't... No, but Carvanista is aware... Yeah, that they need help. Yes. And they're still in 1904, but they're in Liverpool yes. now, not in China anymore. Yeah, so <laughs> if, even if he does appear in <laughs> China, it's not very helpful. Yeah, so I liked this story. What did you think of this storyline as a whole? As a whole, I really liked it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, feels a bit like a fun adventure movie. Like yeah, my my mind is going to the magic roundabout. Oh, interesting. Where they like go? Do you know? You know when they had like the bit with all like the booby traps and like yeah, I don't know. Just reminds yeah. me of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird link. So maybe don't include. It's okay. That I already made a link to Madagascar. So <laughs> we're doing quite We're well linking the kids' movies, the childhood today. movies. Um, um, yeah, it was very cool. Really liked it. Okay, should we move on? Because we're already 35 minutes through our recording. Oh no, okay, yeah, let's speed up a bit. Do we want to discuss next? We have two options. Either we do the Grand Serpent Infiltrating Unit or we do um, a brief Vinda interlude. I don't mind. Let's do Grand Serpent. Okay, Grand Serpent. I feel like we spent so long on Dan, Yaz and Jericho. I know we did. But that was kind of the heftiest. That was the biggest kind of. Yeah, I mean, I it had a huge lot. Of, it, it was yeah. globe trotting. You know, the others will be quicker. Yeah. So, I think yeah, I think next we do we look into the infiltration of unit. So it's quite interesting when this first appears. We randomly jump to 1958 or something. Yes, ten years before. Ten years before 1967, where we were last week. Okay. And then, you know, they skipped to then, because that's when, um, you know, it's been ten years' work to build up units. So... But let's discuss from the beginning. Yes. So we're in the countryside. We appear in 1958. We see a guy from Downton Abbey. Oh. With his gun. Is that who he was? 
He is in Downton Abbey. I recognised him, but yes. I, I didn't know what for. Um, so we see him and we think, who's this man? What's going on? And then it pans over to who he's talking to. And we see the Grand Serpent. Or Prentice, as he's, he's calling himself by. Prentice. And he's trying to adapt to being in the the 50s. And he's he's trying to like get his way into units. Yeah. This guy has been told he's he's been tasked to set up a new organization unit. This guy is claiming he's had plenty of experience in the area and he's like, I'll help you look over some documents and things. So yeah. he's, just, he's starting off small. And then we skip. Next time we see them, 10 years later. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because obviously like Yaz and Dan and Jericho's story is like in one year, but like across the globe. And this yeah. one, we pass quite a lot of time, yes. even though I guess in the scope of Doctor Who, like 10 years isn't that long. But then we go on further, obviously, up to the present and lots, lots happens with UNIT. And I think mm. they've balanced it really nicely in terms of like all the space, all the time. Yeah. um, A lot of ground covered, both spatially and temporally exactly yeah so we as we skip forward he's well and truly built himself in to unit right yes and there so he's discussing how like units going well couldn't have done it without you um they have a nice brigadier cameo yeah um did you notice yeah they had like his audio which was cool not that I particularly know the Brigadier, but no, but he's a well-loved character, so it was nice to have um, pay homage to him. Definitely. So, also, unrelated, I'm pretty sure the house they were shooting out of is that house which we have been to and they film everything at. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You mean the one where um, they did the girl in the fireplace and... Yeah. Um... <laughs> Tooth and Claw... Missy's um, paradise. Um, the one with Amy and the the, the girl the, who waited. Girl who waited. <laughs> Everything. Oh, I want to go back there. Yeah, same. Ah, oh, fun time. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, I recognise that place. We've been there. <laughs> Wonderful. But yeah, anyway, that's where they are. Yes. This poor old unit guy. Shortly after his, oh, we've we've done so well. He meets yeah. a sticky end. He's like, look at this cool new gadget, scans whether you're human. <laughs> and then Poor guy. He scans he the guy. didn't know what he was He's doing. He's like, that's very strange. And the guy sets his evil snake on him. Well, it comes out of him. Yeah. It's not set on him. But he it kind like, of is, right? Well, he doesn't really do anything. He doesn't like... Or does... Set it. He just like... It literally, his face starts distorting and, like, it comes out of him. But he, but he must be Yeah, I guess it he's done him. it. I don't know how. Or is he making a new snake every time or is it the same snake? I don't know. Well, it goes back into him, but we don't see how yeah. it gets out of him. It's very reminiscent of Coiled Up Snake Man from um, beginning of series eight. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of... Um... I mean nine, beginning of series nine. Yeah, and the Magician's Apprentice, right? Yes. No, it reminded me of Bethilda Bagshot, Harry Potter, Nagini. Yeah. The snake. Yeah? Yes. I don't know. But um, yeah, this is quite uh, gruesome. 
Yeah, I it's think. quite cool. I liked it. Yeah, and then when it, the second death happens in the taxi later, yeah, that that was more creepy. You see the hand, like you know. Yeah, that away. was quite dark. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have that death. We skip to this other guy's death, and you kind of get the sense that this guy is, you know, um, really putting himself in high positions in unit and kind of killing off anyone who finds out something wrong or yeah doesn't is is blocking his path in some way well yeah because that guy is basically like i'm not promoting you never in a million years he says yeah. you'll be chair of the unit oversight committee over my dead body and then we cut to the yeah. next scene where he dies exactly anything else to say on his death um no just that, so this guy, he's not been there the whole time. He kind of pops in and out every every so often then. Prentice, Grand Serpent. Yeah. I think he's been there, but yeah, he. I mean, he obviously... I don't think he has no? been there the whole time. Oh, I think, yeah. Because the because... guy was like, you just show up whenever yeah, you need. Yeah, when like, it you suits you. So I think he kind of, I don't think he's traveled, I don't think he's been there for 10 years. I think he's jumping, jumping through and appearing at key moments and trying to like, I don't think he'd bother sitting through 10 years of unit. We don't really know how he's um got there. Like We don't know what his time-travelling technologies are. No, and also, like, what is he? What species? Yeah, we don't know. Is he, like... Because obviously he's got some form of time-travel ability. Yeah. But does he just have, like, a vortex manipulator? Chief and nasty. I don't Chief know. Chief and nasty time-travel. <laughs> um... I don't know. I mean, obviously, we saw him before with Vinda. Are they the same species? I don't know. It's all a big mystery. He's becoming a much bigger deal than I thought. Yes. Well, he is a big. He's a big actor. Mm, so I kind of thought true. he's probably got a fairly big part in it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think he's cool. Yeah, I think he's quite a suave guy. Quite like the. Yeah. But then I'm just I know interest- what. Um. Yeah. Carry on. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, Confused Adipose, um, a YouTuber, was saying, like, he felt like this guy's only personality trait is, like, I'm evil, haha. Um, like, it feels like he wasn't, like, fleshed out mm. enough. I don't know if that I guess we, we don't know, at, right now, we don't know what his motive is. All we know is, like, he's he's just kind of being, like, I'm evil. I want to be in charge of this. Yeah, I mean, I'm so intrigued by that moment that happened when we saw him before, when, you remember that weird moment that we talked about? Yeah, the win-win situation. It's a win-win for everyone, and he got like that super was defensive. Weird. I'm still intrigued by that, and like what yeah. he's all about. I don't know. I'm very intrigued by him. And I mean, we should go on to when we next see him. Um, twenty. When is it? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. With Kate Stewart. Yeah. It's really cool to see her. I think. Um, I agree with, again, Confused Adipose. I've just watched the review, which is why it's stuck in my head. But he was saying they shouldn't have put Kate in the next time. Yeah, he was Because it would have been such a cool... Imagine the excitement of not knowing she was going to be there and being like, oh my God, Kate's yeah. return, you know? Yeah. But still, very cool to see her. I feel like sometimes Doctor Who gets it wrong with what they put in the trailers. And yeah, what they but then I also do get why they do that because they want people to actually keep watching. Yeah. And they know that she's going to lure some old fans back in who are like, That's oh, true. Kate again, you know. So I but, get it. But um, it was cool to see Kate 
Yeah, it was. Regardless of the fact that they did spoil us and it would have been cool to have the surprise, her yeah. scene was really great. And oh my gosh, it was really like, great. I watched this video with <laughs> Chris Chibnall, as I <laughs> seem to uh-huh. do every week. Um, <laughs> yes. And he, I mean, they'd planned it. He was like, the reason we dismantled unit like back yeah when we did was so we could bring it back and i'm like i love it's it when clever. they've been planning things for a long yeah, time yeah i think that's the really payoff smart because so i know cool. a lot of people were annoyed like they just they just wrote off unit as like a, a budget cuts joke but the fact that it was like not just that and it actually yeah. had some planning behind it is cool i really yeah, like that and i saw it as well at the time maybe not i guess yeah like not necessarily in a budget cut way but in a sense of like also Series 11 was very much like cutting ties and being like anyone could yeah. watch it. You didn't need to know all the backstory. So it sort of felt like maybe it was a decision that the creative team would have done. Like, we don't need unit for this brand of Doctor Who. Yeah. But then, obviously, the Timeless Child and everything, it went completely the other way. Very yeah, heavy on the law fully... type thing. Yeah, if any- anyone watching this without previous Doctor Who <laughs> knowledge is probably so, so lost. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, exactly. And it's cool how the timings line up. Like when the so this happens in twenty seventeen, and that's when it was kind of like written out. Yeah, it's very clever. Um, and I really like how Kate is the only one so far of all these like unit officials to actually see through him and have like her her plan ready to like not be snaked by him. And it's nice, yeah, because it's been a series of like old white men, and now she's there. Yeah, paving the way, being smart. But then she has to go dark. She does. She has to go off the grid because she gets, she goes home and there's been a, a bomb planted and she makes a call to Osgood. Yeah. Do you think Osgood's going to be back next episode? I it would be cool. It would be cool. I'd be really happy to see her. Yeah. That would be nice. I think this scene really made us realise like, oh, it made me scared, more scared about what the Grand Serpent can do. Like, he's very powerful. And although she's yeah. had this great scene standing up to him, he's yeah. quite dangerous. Definitely. He reminds me of the master. Yes. A little bit like just in the the the, the ruthlessness. Yeah, he the does. The carelessness of disposing of people, you know? Yeah, true. So, yeah, that's the end of that kind of chapter. Yeah. Of the, the unit story. But I think that was really clever. I really liked that kind of laying the the foundations of unit and infiltrating from the beginning. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, the last part of that story. Yeah. Is the uh, the alliance forged, right? Between Prentice yeah. and the Sontarans. Which is kind of the link to the ending of all of these stories. Yeah. So I guess we'll kind of discuss that when we get to the end. Yeah. But yes, it is. Okay, should we dive into the Doctor, or is there anything to say? I on think Vinda? we should very quickly do Bell and Vin- the the Vinda, Vinda. I mean. Okay, you tell me what happens there. I feel like I've. So basically, we've mentioned before, Bell is arriving at this planet and then gets recalled by Carvanista. Just as she's sent off, Vinda appears in the same place. So they were so close. What a coincidence! Again. <laughs> and he 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 also he literally like hears the thing going and he's like some woman is in a rush to get away mm. not knowing it was Belle. Um so Vinda is in this place he's having a look around he finds all these people kind of in circles in a kind of trance state um 
bit confused what's going on and he steps back and he he spies swarm and azure and they are basically um using these people they they say like you're our playthings and our our power source so yeah what are they what are they using them to power they're burning up these people kind of sending them off in the as the particle things um and i think basically they're using it to get to the doctor mm, i think okay. in the next bit yeah so he also says to them swarm says you are space and we are time oh yeah he did say that he this guy speaks in riddles <laughs> but cool riddles <laughs> he does um so it's interesting so that's that um again so cruel he's literally just like dissolving these people like hundreds of people in one go <laughs> like they're actually nothing yeah and these are all the people that were taken from Pisano by Azir yeah, last time exactly yeah. so we kind of get the completing of that story as to why they were luring all these people and transporting them here um so Vinda's walking off Swarm is like you didn't think we'd get away without us finding you Vinda and he finds him and he traps him into passenger and in passenger. In passenger, Vinda's walking along and we bump into Die. Yeah. So that's very, I like that they're together now. That's quite cool. Yeah, it's nice that groups are forming. We like that things are starting to link. Yeah. We've got some cool groups going on. Um, she was like, thank God someone's here with a gun. Um, yeah. So she, they're, they're ready to like break out <laughs> these two. I don't know how they're going to do Who that. Who knows? But, but something's going to happen. Um, We've also got, so we've got two kind of love interests in one passenger. I wonder whether, like, mm. Dan and Belle are going to be involved in, like, I don't know, getting them out because they're, like, yeah, you know, perhaps. hostage situation in, in passenger. So that's basically where we leave them. So, yeah, quite a short little section. But this does kind of lead us to the Doctor's story when we get to the bit at the end with Swarm as yours. So shall we discuss the Doctor? Yes, the big stuff. The big stuff, the big, the big questions. So we start off with Jodie in Angel Land. Yeah. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, like, it was so shocking how quickly they they de angelified her. But also, yeah, I'm is not she sure. really? I don't know. But it, I, when I was watching it, I was like, what? Like, it was so quick. But then, is it all actually happening? Is she still really trapped in the angel form? I don't know. I think it was just a bit of a, I think they were just using that as a bit of a cliffhanger and then we're like, yeah. oh, we're out of it now. Um, it was just kind of a, a transport situation, I think. Mm, which makes sense with what they said, because they said, like, you are recalled. Yeah, and it's the angels being cruel again. They're turning him. That's that's why they've done it, isn't it? That's why they made her into the angel to transport her. That's what they said. Yeah. Which very much is in character with them we've established they are cruel beings yeah exactly which i mean yeah i think like you say completely in character yeah i think a lot of the fans were theorizing i don't know completely <laughs> like i know we were like oh my gosh she's a weeping angel like what's yeah. happening um but yeah she's not a weeping angel thankfully i'm glad no she's back she appears she materializes in this place she's greeted by an ood Yes. <laughs> we like Oods. And then we see the... We open up into this kind of interesting, 
almost TARDIS looking place, I would say. Yeah. It, it kind is. of had a bit of a console in the middle and a wonderful looking tree. Yeah, I only saw that when I was watching it was back lovely. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so we see the old woman from Once Upon a Time mm. who immediately is quite like harsh and blunt with Jodie, mm. which um, is, we. I don't know how this is structured. Sure. Oh, yeah, should we go? I've got it here. So basically the first thing that we find out is we kind of knew this, but she says, this is Division Doctor, welcome back. Yeah. So these are kind of the headquarters of the Division. And this is a big deal because we're finally there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Although it seems to me as though Division's, you know, both a place and a group. So I still, you know, yes. it's all very vast. But we're back to Division. And mm-hmm. then we cut away and have some other people's stories. The next time we go back we find out a bit more about where and what division is but it's all so vague like yeah the the lady says um division is simple and indescribable yeah (laughs) and then she says it began on gallifrey as a group to ensure the safety of our galaxy Mm -hmm. as our ability to travel grew and our horizons broadened division kept pace the number of operatives grew and we find out that these operatives basically did anything that Division needed. And she says, yeah. guided and shaped events. And the Doctor's like, you mean interfered? So the Doctor's instantly like not on board with this Division yeah. stuff. I mean, we don't blame her based on They've what... taken her memories. They've taken yeah. her past. So she's clearly sceptical. So essentially, yeah, what do you think about this reveal about like what Division is? I mean, it's pretty... Not surprising, right? That's pretty much what we were expecting. Yeah, it's true. Like a kind of Time Lord organisation that's kind of a bit like very powerful police who are just like very much um, in control and a bit um, ruthless in getting what they want. Yeah. And then it gets so sci-fi because the thing that, you know, the Doctor's like, well, why couldn't I find it? What's happening? I looked everywhere across the universe and she's like, we're not in the universe. (laughs) Yeah. So they're wedged right now between two universes, um, which is very cool, (laughs) I think. So we see them and it kind of introduces this, the multiverse, you know, which is always cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this woman's plan is basically, we're going to ditch this universe, we're going to the next one. Um, so we're moving towards that one. Um, this one's going to be destroyed. Had to take you out because you always end up saving the day. Yeah, but like, I don't get that. Because if the universe is ending, and they're like, okay, uh-huh. we're moving on because the universe is ending. Yeah. But surely if the Doctor does save the day... Then the universe isn't ending, so why don't they just stick around in... I think they want the universe to end. Why do they want the universe to end? I think... they. What were they saying? They were like, it's ended since you have been interfering with it. I think they oh, just... yeah. They say... So the Doctor says, this un- that universe isn't going anywhere. And the lady says, it's over, Doctor. It has been ever since we let a virus into the experiment. And of course, mm. the virus is her. So basically... Yeah. They want to abandon the universe because of the Doctor. The Doctor's there. So they want to go to a new, a new universe without the Doctor in because the Doctor's always always messing it up. 
for them because the doctor's in control of the universe basically the doctor's always coming in they want to have the power but Mm. she's always coming in and doing her own thing and saving the day when they don't necessarily want it to be saved so they're like we've got you here where we can keep you and we're gonna go off and eventually essentially they're probably going to end up killing her before they get into the new universe that's what their plan is i think yeah and i guess the thing is that the doctor and division are incompatible like their yeah. worldviews their whole point of being although i guess the do- oh, and then this is what she says i was going to say the doctor interferes too like and they make this yeah. jibe about her companions and that mm-hmm. but there may be two sides of the same coin yeah but that's, it's revealed. I don't know, is, is it now that it's revealed who this woman is or? Nearly. Not? So before that, she says, they do a little bit about the flux. She says, this is why we engineered the flux to shut down the universe and you, but even yep. then you interfered, you disrupted the flux, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she's like, who are you? And I'm so proud of myself, Jazz. I got, I got it. I knew who she was. I thought so too. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I said only just before she said it when she was like ah my eyes are I the think same they did a good job at like the dynamic is was very kind of um mother like not that it's her mother but a mother figure like she yeah. was very kind of Should telling we say her who off she this, is like, she yes it's revealed that this woman is Tectaean yeah who is um the scientist woman who found the timeless child, the doctor, um, and experimented on her and raised her like a child um, and was the one that harnessed the regeneration kind of ability from the doctor who we've seen in the timeless child episodes. Yeah. So that's that's the context. Reveal. But sorry, to go back to what you were saying, I completely agree. Like the Yeah, dynamic the kind of dynamic between, between, the... between the two. Yeah very kind of bickery and yeah um so i mean this whole the whole um these whole scenes with the doctor and tectayuna very much like dialogue heavy yeah getting answers kind of i really liked everything that was going on yeah here. i thought jody's acting here was amazing i thought she did such a good job she did she really did because yeah there's nothing there's no action it's all dialogue and she's really yeah. keeping... Yeah, and she's you... angry and she's emotional. Like, yeah. She's saying how, like, you stole my life from me. Like, you took away all the things I could have been. Yeah. You don't know, like, you you had no idea why she was there. You didn't know if anyone was coming back for her or anything and you just took her away and experimented on her. So she has a right to be angry. Yeah. Completely. And yeah. this is... This is um you've you've just glossed over it but yeah essentially that's when they're recapping what happened to her and how she was a lost child that was found which we already knew um yeah and yeah i don't know what else where we go on to from there what else do you have written about i don't have much written about all this um let me skip forward then um so turns out the doctor I mean, while she's being angry about this, she's also figuring out what's going on. And the Ood and Tecteun are basically um, generating the final waves of the flux, basically, yeah. to really shut down the universe. 
and she's trying to get the Ood like to come on side and be like, help me. But the Ood's like, I can't. Like, yeah, this poor Ood. Poor Ood. I don't like anyone with an Ood. No. They're literally a slave. That's true. They cut off their little brains. Yeah. And placed it with a little voice box. Not nice. It's true. It's true. But. But the next interesting thing that we see is that, oh, well, okay. Of course, as always is, the Earth is the ultimate apex of destruction. <laughs> of course. It reminded me of when um, in, in Journey's End, when they're sending all the panics back and they're like, oh, just one left. Oh, guess which one? Guess which <laughs> oh, one? it's <laughs> Earth. Yeah. You know, so obviously the Earth is the apex of destruction. Yeah. The Doctor's trying to stop it. But then she notices a sound, some whispering. Yeah. A voice and the ood's like, I don't hear anything. And the doctor's like, Well I do. And she walks over and what does she see? She sees the watch. Fob watch, indeed. Yeah. Which we're very familiar with. So we're basically this contains all of the doctor's lost memories. Yeah. It's calling to her. And what where do they leave it with it? What happens? That bit, or what do you mean? With the with the watch, what's the discussion about it? Well, that, that's just what it is. That's the memories. But then basically what they're saying is, well, is this when Swarm and Azure appear? Yeah, not quite yet. I've, this is... Okay. They offer her it as like a bargaining chip, don't yeah, they? Yeah, basically. Yes, exactly. So Tectayun says, what would you give to know, like what's inside? What if I offered you yeah. a choice? You can return to the dying universe you left, defend it from its inevitable destruction and fail, or rejoin division, rejoin me, come with us into the next universe, into the beyond. Yeah. But that's weird because basically they wanted to shut down this universe because of the doctor, and now they're like, hey, come with us but into I the next I guess they would they would have her on their side, which is Yeah, which is the difference. Difference. Yeah. And then they tempt her in by saying that next universe might be where you're from. Yeah, because they found her by the the wormhole, so yeah, that could have been where it came from. A question for you about universes. Mm-hmm. Um, so our universe is everything we've seen in Doctor Who so far been in our universe? Yes, apart from the parallel universe. Apart from the parallel universe, and then the Doctor in the worm, the the child in the wormhole, and the bubble the universe on the edge of the universe, the pocket, in the, the Doctor's wife. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm talking and about also, the, the doctor's wife. There's like it's, it's like they was imagine a bubble with like a little bubble. You know when you have a bubble and a little bubble on top. Yeah, it was like that was the little bubble on the edge of the universe. Oh, but also in Hyde, that person was in a pocket universe. Okay, so we we've come across parallel other universes in Gallifrey in um, the Day of the Doctor. They yeah, where do they trap it? I don't really know. And when... Another question, I'm off on a tangent. When um, me is at the end of the universe, is that just our universe? Is that now? Is that the flux? No, that wouldn't have been planned, but... No, I think Is that that the end of all universes? I don't know, or if that was just our universe. Yeah, anyway, that's the... I mean, that's not really relevant. Just wanted to get my universe (sighs) stuff straight. (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, what were we saying? <laughs> anyway, so the, basically she's trying to get the Doctor on side to go through to the next. Yeah. The next universe. Yeah. 
So, but then is this when Swarm and Azure appear? Yeah. And I think them kind of burning up all these people and getting that energy, I think that was to get them here. Yes, which obviously must take a lot because... A lot of energy to get in this kind of between-universe state. Um, So they appear, they very quickly kill off Tecteon. Oh my god, yeah! (laughs) Yeah. That was quite shocking. Do you think she's really gone? I don't know. I'm not sure. She could be. She could not be. I kind of like that they did that. Mm. I'm confused about the power dynamics here because we thought Swarm and Azure were like the main big baddies and then it seemed yeah. like they were part of a grander scheme and like who it turns out is Tek Tayun was like in charge. But yeah. now they've just killed her. But did they say something like you created us and now... Did they say something like um, that or did I imagine that? They said basically they just arrived and they were like the psychotemporal bridge i've been building powered by the energy we harvested from the life forms of that universe to you doctor right from the start all it took was a little time and all for this to get beyond any one universe to find division to get revenge on those who imprisoned us so long ago to take them all Hmm. so basically they were imprisoned by division yeah they were by the doctor in the fugitive doctor form right yes so, are they trying to? I can't remember what they said. Sorry, I don't have the transcript. Were they trying to get? Are they trying to go to get through to that next universe? No. All they want to do is find division and to get revenge. But they've done that. Yeah. So now, what's their plan? So I think they're just killing everyone now. I mean, they just killed Tectayun, and they end the episode by being like, "Now, Doctor, you." Okay. I think they just want to get rid of everybody. Fair. So that's it. And then and when we also see in the climax all the others in this moment, um, the Sontarans coming through to attack the Earth. Yeah, who've made an alliance with the Grand Serpent. Um, They're coming through the they made the alliance with the Grand Serpent, they're coming through the gateways into Yaz and Daz and Yan and Daz and Daz (laughs) (laughs) into Yaz and Dan and Jericho's um tunnels. Mm. So they're 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 making their way in. That's kind of the big climax of the episode. Yeah. It's Sontarans coming in and these Swarm and Azura are finally about to get the Doctor. Yeah. Um, very cool. And we see in the next time the Doctor's memories. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched the next time again, so. All I recall, really, they, I, don't, I don't think it gave too much away, which is good. Mm. But we do see them opening that watch. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I wonder how much we're actually going to find out about the Doctor's past or whether it's going to be... I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be because I don't I don't know if they want to, like... They'll want to leave it a bit of a mystery in a way because it's the Doctor. They won't want to just be like, this is the Doctor's origin, blah, 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 will they? Yeah, and also I, don't I feel think. like they can't really reveal that without, like, casting all these other Doctors and then it takes away from Jodie, you know? Yeah, I feel like... I feel like she's actually going to end up, like declining it like she's so desperate to yeah. find out about her past and i think in the end she's gonna be like you know what it doesn't matter what i was <laughs> here's what I am, I am now i'm now. the doctor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i help people <laughs> you know like sorting out fair play across the universe exactly it'll be one of those moments maybe yeah. um and that will satisfy fans who are annoyed about like because a lot of people i see online are like 
we're finding out too much. The Doctor's supposed to be a mystery. The show's called Doctor Who. <laughs> That's what we're supposed to wonder, <laughs> you know. So I don't, I don't know if I care as much as these people. No, um, yeah. But I also, I don't want to know like everything. I don't want to know too much about where the Doctor's from. Or, yeah, like, I don't I know. I think, I think so far they're striking a good balance. I think so too. Um, I mean, I, I like the Timeless Child. Like, I do actually. Yeah, me too. Think it's a I cool really like concept. It. And I think it's allowed for some very interesting exploration. For sure. But yeah. Just any predictions, any thoughts for the final part? Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I haven't put too much thought to it yet. I feel like, who, who knows really? Like, we've got different people coming in in different groups to kind mm. of... Which is my favourite genre of finale. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I always, like, it's like Stranger Things. Yeah, you had like the scoop troop. You had like the other. Yeah, the one yeah, from the wall. You had Hopper and Joyce, whatever in the thing. Like I always like that sort of thing where it's like everyone doing their bit and then they come together to like do. And it all comes together like they're all um, doing their own part in the. Yeah, it's true. I like that fine piece. finale. So I'm kind of hoping. I mean, we got we got Vinder and Die. We got Yaz and Jericho and Dan, and then we got the Doctor, and we got Kate Stewart somewhere. And we had Claire. She was in the. Trailer. And we have Claire. Interesting. So, and we've got Carvanista. We've got Carvanista, Carvanista and Bell. Yeah, we've got Joseph Williamson. He's with them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's very useful. <laughs> Maybe he'll no. save the day. I think we're going to see um, Fugitive Doctor. I think so, definitely. Yeah, I really think we'll see her. Yeah. Maybe she'll save the day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. Like, I wonder whether them kind of opening the the watch is going to kind of like unleash. Ruth and like not Ruth I always call her Ruth but the fugitive doctor kind of like maybe they'll kind of both be present in the like yeah mind of the doctor in some cool dual doctor situation yeah I'm very excited I can't I'm wait. so excited I think it's gonna be amazing I'm really pumped I really hope it's lives up to my expectations <laughs> I hope they manage to resolve everything that needs to be resolved I yeah. mean some things they can leave for the specials but it needs to be like it needs to be wrapped up enough because it is the end of a series. Yeah. It's the end of a serial, so definitely. I think it's very exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? Right. Well, shall we wrap it up for wrap today? Up. Yes. Um, the last time we'll do this without knowing how flux ends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mad. Right. Well. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode, to our thoughts, theories, ramblings, musings about episode five or chapter five of Flux, Survivors of the Flux. Um, We'd love to know what you think, so please do follow us on Instagram at listen underscore pod, um, drop us a message, or email us at listendoctorwhopod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you think about everything that's been going on. And join us next time for another fun Doctor Who discussion. The final one for Fluck. Thanks for taking the time to listen to listen. Listen, Doctor Who.